Welcome to Now Charleston. I'm Sam Spence. It's Wednesday, May 4th. Now Charleston takes a look at a handful of issues three times a week and tells you why they are important. The prospect of abortion protections being thrown out by the Supreme Court has eyes on conservative states like South Carolina for an indication on what's next. Plus, we'll have some resources you can connect with to protect a woman's right to choose. Charleston County Schools are staring down a $30 million plus shortfall. We'll look at why and what they're doing. And Target has set an opening date for its new King Street store downtown. Those stories and more, starting now. Elite draft of a Supreme Court opinion that would overturn the landmark Roe v. Wade case protecting a woman's right to privacy and health care is putting eyes on conservative states like South Carolina that could move quickly to take action to criminalize abortion if the case is completely overturned. The draft was first reported Monday night by Politico. Links at nowcharleston.com to everything I'm going to talk about today. More than 20 conservative states like South Carolina could ban abortions weeks or even days after the court strikes down the law, reproductive rights activists say. But there's still a lot we don't know. The high court confirmed the draft opinion by Justice Samuel Alito was authentic and is labeled as a majority opinion, which means its text would impact future interpretation and set legal precedent. It's inflammatory, and at sometimes it's even mocking, but it's dated February 2022, so it's unknown whether the draft will be changed. It likely will be changed by the time it's released, uh, probably in the next few months here. Other justices who vote with the majority opinion could also choose to write their own concurring opinions, uh, not necessarily signing on to Alito's specific interpretation, but nonetheless siding with the majority. There are nine justices on the Supreme Court, and five of them must agree to carry the majority in a case. Currently, the court has five conservative justices, with three appointed during the Trump administration. That's Justice Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. Alito and Chief Justice John Roberts also typically vote with the conservative bloc. Currently in South Carolina, it is legal to terminate a pregnancy up to 20 weeks, though the state has passed a six-week abortion ban that the courts have currently put a hold on. If Roe is overturned, one Planned Parenthood spokesperson said that Republican leaders in the state could take action uh, immediately to have the stay removed and the six-week abortion ban would be in effect immediately. Beyond that, Governor Henry McMaster said that, according to the Post and Courier, that he would call the legislature back to Columbia if Roe is overturned so lawmakers can pass even more restrictive measures criminalizing abortion in South Carolina. It's Unknown whether he can or will do that, but he told the reporters that. Here's also where I'll drop in the reminder that McMaster is running for re-election in November. Traditionally, abortion opposition has been grounded in religious or moral reasons. Uh, religious and evangelical organizations are some of the most influential in South Carolina on all issues, not just reproductive rights. But in South Carolina, more than 500,000 people lack health insurance. That's men and women. Black residents are also disproportionately impacted by the state's decision to not expand Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. And almost two-thirds of all births are paid for by Medicaid in South Carolina, which covers health expenses for low-income people. So, like in many southern states, the issue of abortion and reproductive rights comes down to basic health care. It's not politics. Like almost anything in this country, people with the means will be able to get the care they want. Supporters of abortion rights say this is a question of equality and justice for our nation. Even today, 
when abortion services are not easy to find in some parts of South Carolina, there are organizations that help women who choose to terminate their pregnancies find the medical attention they need. If you want to help now, you can donate to a number of abortion funds that operate in South Carolina. There's ARC Southeast, Carolina Abortion Fund, Magnolia Fund, Palmetto State Abortion Fund. You can find links to all these at nowcharleston.com. Groups like Planned Parenthood do work in this area too, and you'll find them in the next few weeks some being some of the most outspoken on taking action. But they're also very well funded. These abortion funds put money directly to work when you donate. On that note, uh, there is a gathering tonight, Wednesday, at the Federal Courthouse downtown at Broad Meeting Street starting at 5.30, organized by Planned Parenthood. Again, you can find links to all this at nowcharleston.com. Charleston County Schools appear to be in a tight spot financially, with the district looking at several decisions to avoid a budget shortfall of nearly $36 million. The gap has come up as a result of uh, the budget passed by state lawmakers that includes unfunded mandates and that puts the district behind in its projections. The district is considering three proposals to raise taxes on non-owner-occupied property taxpayers uh, to make up for the deficit. Just so you know, for background, state law exempts owner-occupied homes from funding local school operations, leaving it to rentals and commercial space. But even then, billions of dollars in commercial uh, property tax revenue statewide is exempt also, meaning even less money to go around. This is a perennial problem in South Carolina, especially in larger school districts, urban, urban districts, uh, due to a funding mechanism in the state called Act 388. Lawmakers have said they're going to address this for years now, but they have not. Regardless, under any of the proposals floated by Charleston County School District, owner-occupied property taxes, if you live in your house and pay your own taxes, they would not go up under any of the proposals. But the measure sounds like it could put in jeopardy unfunded mandates from the state level to increase teacher pay. More on what the district will decide in the next few weeks. Target on King Street has an opening date, May 15th. It's a major milestone in downtown retail. It's the first store of its kind to open in downtown uh, in years, with most larger retail being relegated to drugstores and groceries. The new Target location will be smaller than most. It's a more common format found in urban areas, especially near college campuses. There are about 30 similarly sized stores nationwide. Last year, when Target announced it rented the space downtown, uh, even some longtime tenants on King Street sounded optimistic that having a reason for locals to venture down into Lower King uh, regularly to find essentials at Target could help get more people into local stores generally on King. The folks at Low Country Local First even admitted that finding a local anchor to fill that space would have been a tough fit. But similarly, they worried about uh, the big box store drawing business away from independent stores that sell some of the same stuff. Either way, parking and access will be an issue at the Target. Just going to put it out there now. Uh, an adjoining parking garage, the one on Market Street there, that's kind of hard to get to, uh, is billed as the parking space for the store. But just picture the number of people parked with their hazard lights on on King Street or just imagine it on that tight section of Market Street there next to the Riviera with no on-street parking lanes. It's going to be a mess. We'll see how it turns out on May 15th. That's all I've got for you today. If you have feedback for the show, you can leave a voice message at 843-474-1319 or email sam at nowcharleston.com. If you can rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, that's a big help also. 
And as always, check nowcharleston.com for links and notes from today's show. To make sure you don't miss anything, follow twitter.com slash nowcharleston and instagram.com slash nowcharleston. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back on Friday with the next Now Charleston. Thank you.